0: People, and welcome to episode 198 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the, the Fight Podcast. I am your host, the underground king, Serge Vicente, and we have another amazing episode for you guys. We're going to keep the party going with our weekly combos, and today we have the guru back on deck, man. Brandon Camille, B-Cam, thanks, is here, man. And he and I are going to discuss so many dope things, man. Obviously, we're going to talk about the state of boxing. We're going to talk a little bit of music, man. And honestly, one of my favorite things we're going to talk about, we are going to talk about our fights, our favorite fight Movies of all time and some other gems in here, man. So check it out. Uh, this is obviously like I said, we've been keeping the party going, man. I've had a couple great conversations and we're gonna continue the flow of the conversations, man, especially while we're all quarantined here together, man. If you guys haven't had an opportunity, check it out. Check out Hot Mike, man. Check out Hot Mike and use promo Sergio. I break down live events right there on the Hype Mic app. I'm the broadcaster. You don't need Joe Rogan. You don't need... DC, all you need is me and your life, man. I'm here for you guys. So you can check that out. I also do live podcasting there starting very soon. Check them out there and you will start seeing us on YouTube. I'll start pumping our YouTube page out for you guys as well, man. But without further ado, come on, son. We got to go ahead and get our conversation, man. I miss this dude. It's been a while since we've had him on the show. And without further ado, my conversation with the guru, Brandon Camille, right here on the Fight Podcast. And Brandon, man, thank you as always for joining me on the show. Man, how you feeling these times?
1: Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. No complaints at all. We are officially, what, bi-coastal? Man, we absolutely
0: are, brother. Definitely bicoastal right now.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to give away your location, drop a dime on
0: you. but Man, I see. You see what my man's got here? Just put me out there, man. <laughs> I, I seen the look in your
1: face. Sergio was not happy when I said that. <laughs>
0: Hey man, we're good, man. Yeah, we're out here, bro, having a good time. Um, look, hey, I hope everything is safe, man. How you been holding up in the uh in, in in this time of quarantine?
1: You know what? The scariest moment for me was I got a text earlier this week that said uh they may stop delivering. Yeah, you know, within a day or so. Yeah, they are. That's and I'm crazy. talking about my weed man. Oh no. I'm talking about my weed man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I panicked, I completely panicked. And, and I just, and I, I didn't, you know, I didn't eat weed, and I bought a ton. So, I, I so mind you, like, I'm, like, maybe a super average smoker, maybe a little bit more than that, and I'm just, like, sitting on, like, an ounce right now, hella edibles just because just I was scared, like, you could do a lot, you know, and these times have affected all of us in different ways, I have, to, I have oh, to say, man, man,
0: I believe that uh, out here in L.A., they, I think they call it essential, it's essential out here, so it, they have to continue and stay open, so... If that's how they were holding it down in New York, man, I'm sorry for you, brother.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm in Boston, I'm Here, try Boston. I say, You know Boston, Boston is recreational. That's true. true and it's uh, they got legal, recreational, and uh, medical. So I'm not sure how they move in with the, uh, oh, with the essential, but I mean, hey. Well, look, man, my guy seemed to still, I don't know.
0: That's a good thing, man. Well, we got to keep it flowing, man. I'm glad, you you know, you're doing your safe out there and and trying to keep your social distances up. Um, But it seems like, again, man, in combat sports, yo, there's not a lot going on. Boxing wise, as we know, everything's pretty much canceled till May. Um, MMA wise, the only thing that's in the news is, is, is John Jones? I swear on some Thanos, you know. Dana White sacrificed John Jones to try to make this Tony Khabib fight happen. That's the only thing I could actually think of. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what had to have happened, you know. So, right, can, can we? Can we talk about John Jones a little we bit? We could absolutely talk about John Jones, man. What would you like to know? What, 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 go ahead. I, the floor is yours. Man. Well, let me play this for those listening, man. John Jones um, yesterday morning, um, which is, I see. So this dude pretty much ended up going out there, and not only did he leave his house and not. Be involved in the social distancing. He was with somebody else. He was inebriated in his car. He was drunk, and he also let off a
1: couple shots with with the blicky. So, uh, look, I, uh, go ahead, take it from there, man. Like the first thing that came to my mind was that line from Next Friday: "Like how you get fired on your day off." <laughs> and uh, granted, like it's not like he was fighting, but bruh, like how you get a DY when we supposed to be indoors? It a- ain't no bars open, dude. Like, there's no bars open that's like you can drink in your crib but like how do you catch a DUI when the world is so built for you not to catch a DUI right now Dog. like John Jones is such a fuck up for so long and like I feel like at a certain point like to me Dana White just got to say you got to go bro fight in Bellator you know what and he's not going to
0: do that but he, he, well, here's the thing though and, and I'm gonna be honest with you it gets to a point in time where it, enough has to end up being enough even if you're Dana White you know what I'm saying um it, it gets to a point point in time where I mean this isn't his first you know time this isn't a second time this isn't a third time over the last decade we might be up on one hand yeah let's let's find out let's think about it um he we he had the original you know um wrapping his Bentley that the UFC put the UFC gave him wrapping that around the pole that was the first thing he was drunk he got a DUI with that one right and then there was him getting getting he was he was hammered, he got into a car accident, ended up you know hitting a pregnant woman in the, who was in the car, ran from the scene of the crime, came back to get his his drugs and money, and then took back off again. He ended up. With the with Daniel Cormier getting pulled out of, off the card because of doing cocaine and steroids, he ended up being suspended twice because of that. He also he ended up having a little dust up with a stripper in Albuquerque earlier this year. So you had him going out there with that as well. So he slapped a stripper or something crazy, and uh, and now we have this. And I think I'm pretty positive I'm missing one in between there
1: too. Yeah, he's had, it looks like he's had three different UFC suspensions, of course, all the different infractions, including steroids, uh, p- testing positive for steroids. So who knows what Dana White is going to do with this one? I, I do agree that there has to be a breaking point. And I feel like there may not with so many other stars rising in the usc most notably someone like a jorge masvidal and obviously you have a style bender wait tell me i got something let let me get there wait
0: tell me do you know that he was in the car the tequila that he was drinking in the car
1: was jorge masvidal's tequila i mean listen (laughs) (laughs) live by the sword die by the sword we're gonna do this together <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of lit in a, yeah. <laughs> in a sense. For, for Jorge Mosquida, someone who's operating like him, like I would be turning up right now. Yo, that's, that's the guy, That's the that is the that's the best advertisement. By the way, I'm I'm gonna I'm do a quick drop for Drizzly. They've been keeping me sane. Um, if you don't have the Drizzly app uh, and you do any type of drinking at all, I would highly, highly suggest you get on that. Sir, you got Drizzly? I don't drink, bro. What?
0: I don't, I don't I have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I, look, I have a casual like beer with you or something like that. Like, you know, I, I enjoy, a, you know, a nice, you know, old fashioned or something from time to time. But those are few and far between, brother.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little bit more drinking than normal. I don't usually drink too much normally, but I'm doing a little bit more in these times. And Drizzly, they're like Uber Eats for liquor. Ah, essentially. very nice. So, very nice. Some some states they're better than others. Some states only have beer and wine. But Boston, I guess, you know, I got a a handle of makers delivered to my door yesterday for cheaper than I would have gotten in the store. Oh, Beautiful the thing. Stuff.
0: I mean, you know, we got weed
1: maps over here. We're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so back back to Mr. Uh, Jones. Back to Mr. Jones. What do you? How do you think the UFC handles it? Do they just let it fly oh, under well, the rug, okay, so or the UFC- do they just capitalize on the stars that they have built and say, John Jones, enough is enough. You got to go. Like, and it, you know, he's established himself as probably the best fighter of all time. And you know, he's looking like he's slowing down anyway. So if they let him continue to fight, who knows how much they're going to get out of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's he's absolutely a guy who's on the downside of his career. It's not that he's old in age. He's only 31 years or 32 years old, but at the end of the day, he has a lot of miles on him. He's been a pro since he was 19 and he's fought at the very top level um, since that time. I mean, shit, he won the title at 23 years old. So the fact that you have somebody who is, who is that, you know, I mean, again, there's a lot of tread on that tire that's been worn down um, and this has been consistent. Think about this. He's already considered the greatest of all time with three separate suspensions in his UFC career. Could you imagine how think about it he's already considered the greatest but there's so much more that could have happened which is incredible when you really think about that and which also makes this story super sad at the end of the day i can't think of any i really can't think of any other superstar along this lines that this has happened to what a a daryl strawberry or some shit like that you know what i'm saying like of this caliber that's pretty much torched their entire career on some i want to you know party and and get fucked up you know um it's it's something that i think is is really sad to see but in terms of the ufc what they're gonna do is look man if they're allowing conor mcgregor to 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 slap people to have two multiple rape, rape charges out you know throw dollies through windows and are still giving him everything i don't see them giving john like being shitty with john jones i don't see anything really happening unless he's faced with some sort of jail time
1: I feel like John Jones was a little bit worse over a longer period of time. Now, McGregor did go through his wild stint. Absolutely. However, it it, it seemed like a bunch of con- a bunch of in- incidents that were sort of close together and yeah. if he can come back from that then i think it's a bit different than john jones coming back every single time saying i'm changed yeah. i'm different i'm better and then continuing to do the same things again because by my standard bro john jones has been acting white as fuck like moving fam, with privilege. it's not even
0: dude he he moves with privilege consistently and that's the thing i've said this time and time again about john jones fam He has nobody. None of us are with him. If you see his crew, you see his handlers, everybody about him. Again, like I said before, a lot of people said, man, not all skin folk, you kin folk, man. He he moves differently. And again, I've always looked at it like he's not one of us. Um, But you look at it, here's the difference between him and like some... I, I keep on seeing on these group chats people talking about, oh, look, Mike Tyson had a wild career. You know, he was a wild dude. But now look at Mike Tyson, right? Yes, but here's a couple differences when you really think about it. Mike Tyson was the most popular athlete of that era. Mike Tyson was the biggest name in sports at the time. He was the most popular combat sports fighter. He is a cultural phenomenon, especially at that point in time. John Jones has never been that popular. People don't have never really loved him like that. Mike Tyson was loved.
1: John is not loved. I think you also take popularity out of it. Boxing is just run different. We talk about different Absolutely. promotions. You have different promoters. Like UFC is a MMA promotion. It is, yes. UFC is not a, it is not it, a sport. It is the boxing N- is, is a sport NFL that's run by of
0: of you know uh, of of MMA.
1: Boxing is a sport that's run by multiple promoters. And if Don King won't work with Mike Tyson, you've got to be damn sure that, uh, you know, somebody else will. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. So boxing is run a little bit different because, you know, Mike had his fair share of trouble as well. However, things also moved a lot different in the 90s where we didn't have social media news, didn't move as quickly. Things were things were just different. So, yeah. to to me, if you ask me, John Jones got to go.
0: Oh, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. John absolutely has to go. Um, it, it's one of those things that you look at it and there's nothing that he's bringing. He's not bringing any value. His last three fights have been super quick, super close, and we all believe he should have lost, man. But at the end of the day, I think we all understand. I think John got to go. Um, but one thing, the next thing I do want to ask about is this. Forget about John. Forget about all the other ones, man. Let's, let's shift to boxing a little bit. Wilder Fury's been pushed back. We don't know when these other fights are going to happen. There's no fights going to happen until at least May. For at least for Wilder Fury. Is this not the best thing that possibly could happen until Wilder?
1: Yeah, this is essentially what we had spoken about. The fight was too close. Um, I think Wilder definitely gets some much needed time at home with his family, really recuperate, you know, decide what he wants to do with his training team. But this is a perfect situation for Wilder and also for the fight. You know, the further we get from the first fight, the more people forget how dominant Fury was. And that's how you put a story together for a promotion. You know, you start to say you, you start to put a lot of these excuses that Wilder put out there and why he'll be more competitive in the second fight. You remind people of how powerful and devastating Wilder has been throughout his career. So this is the perfect storm for a, a, someone like Deontay Wilder. Someone like Tyson Fury, I don't see him affected any which way because I think he comes back and does the same thing anyway. Absolutely. But boxing right now, really, boxing like any other sport is just on the shelf. I don't see fights happening in May. Um, I, and and I, I think I'm a bit on the more conservative side of this where I think this will last a lot longer than people are saying I do as well like people want to start planning planning stuff for June and I'm just like ah, I, don't, I don't know I, I don't I just don't what are we going to do differently
0: I, I'm with you man I, at the end of the day I mean I'm hearing and um, Eddie Hearn is, is still trying to put on the fight with Jessica McCaskill and, and a couple other ones and so Eddie Hearn right now is still working you and I will talk afterwards about that so he, him and Dana White and other of these promoters have have that you know, Ringling Brothers kind of feel and vibe to, where they're pretty much saying, "Hey, at the end of the day, the show must go on." You know, we want to be the only people out there still cooking. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't. I think it's a terrible idea. Um, I, I think you're right. I think this is gonna last a little longer than I think people are willing to admit. And um, and look, it's not safe. It's not smart. Because think about this. At the end of the day, if you if we have this and if we have these fights, right? Even if we take the audience out of it, right? You have these athletes that already have to bring at least two cornermen, right? You got a cut man and your trainer. You have to, and then you have all the production already there. You're going to have more than ten people in there. I don't see how it ends up happening. I, I just think, and at the end of the day, man, yo, this is this is what I think people need to realize, and this is with all these promoters also. You're going to make your cash on the back end. Because what's going to happen is all these fights have to land somewhere. So you have all these cards at the back half of the year that are going to be absolutely stacked. And that's what we need to focus on. Whatever, man. Let everybody get healthy. Let everybody have some good time hanging out with the family at home. And that's also the reason why I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I know they, they agreed verbally. But
1: I do not know if we're going to see Triple G and Canelo this year. To be honest with you, now there's two points here. One, I'll address the last point. Triple G Canelo, like, we need to worry about... Billy having, <laughs> if, if, ha, just having a having a card. Period. Like Facts. having a boxing card. Let alone worry about a fight with two huge fighters. That that's two fights down the line. Like while it's interesting, it is a topic and shit in an, in an, in a time where we don't have many sports to, to talk, talk about. Yeah. Maybe it's a yeah yeah maybe it's a fun a fun topic to toss around. But we have to think about how we can actually put any card on, let alone a card of that magnitude. And we have to think about if the world will even be fully recovered from something like this at that point in time. Now... Going back to what you initially said, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. At the end of the day, they're called promoters for a reason. Mm-hmm. They are looking to promote the fighter. Yes. If they can find loopholes, if they can find ways to put on events, they are going to be capturing audiences that they never ever touch. Oh, absolutely. And you talk about what that can what that can do for some of these mid-level fighters who are really looking to break through the next to the next level. This type of environment, while it sucks for the rest of us, can really, really Uh, elevate their career. So from a promotional standpoint, it seems seems a bit tone deaf. And I know that's how a lot of the general public uh, is going to see it. However, they are promoters and this is a huge opportunity for them. So, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. At the end of the day, if you if I want to play devil's advocate, I mean, right? It, is it the smartest thing in the world? Probably not. But what are we going to do? Not watch it? Well, look, I, I can't. You,
0: you're right, man. And to, and to keep it a buck at the end of the day, if they're going to go out there and actually play the card, I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to say it's a terrible idea. But my ass is absolutely going to be watching that shit. I mean, it is what it is. I'll be right there with everybody else first in line watching it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don't get me wrong. I I enjoy doing the breakdowns for, you know, fights that have already passed on Hot Mike. But I would much rather do one that's live. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So. what? What?
1: Now, now, now I'm gonna toss you a quick one. Yes. Speaking about old fights, doing the thing on Hot Mike, which I tuned in for. You did an awesome, awesome job, my bro. Thank you very bro. much, man. I appreciate uh, you, man. So I wanted to com- I wanted to compliment you on that. But in these times, guys like us, yes, we tend to go go back and watch some old fights. Day, and I know that's that's your that's your norm. <laughs> Me, I'm doing it a little bit more these days. So. I wanted to know, what's one fight, aside from the one that you did on Hot Mike, if at all, you know, because uh, I'm kind of throwing this at you out the, of out the thin air, no, no that worries. you've watched over the past week? Ooh. Boxing or MMA? Man.
0: Mirko Krokop versus Vandalay Silva, Pride... If you want to see like old school like you're talking about great, great, great you know MMA, you're talking about Vandalay Silva who when he was juiced to the gills, shoot on all the, all the Mexican supplements and you got who and he was known at the time as the greatest you know uh, MMA fighter out there. And he went out there, fought against Mirko Krokop, who was uh, just a marauder. I mean, that, that was one of the things that he used to say was was a uh, right leg hospital, right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. That, that was how they, they they talked to him about it, man. And uh, yeah, one of the scariest dudes ever. Um, he actually not a, was a Secret Service member, you know, for the Croatian Guard. He is uh, literally James Bond in the thing. If you look at it, he is this big, scary, big, scary dude and uh, it was one of the greatest kickboxers and fighters ever and he fought uh, uh Vanderlei. I've watched that one man that's an incredible fight if you guys haven't had an opportunity to check that out it's uh nice, nice. I-, I may need a link to that one yeah oh yeah dude I'm actually like I said I'm working on some stuff man Hopefully you guys see relatively soon but uh yeah there, there's so many amazing fights that are that are out there right now um, that's uh, just know,
1: one uh, of them I'm yeah, you exactly. gotta send me a link, cause you know I'm down to watch for some MMA, but you know a Pride fight is way out of my peripheral. Oh my bro. goodness, I even bro! Thought that. Oh look, I put it
0: like so, this, man. No, oh, that was that. You, you got the oh i mean dude you got fedor versus crow cop 2 on pride final conflict that's amazing um one that i think is, is on youtube right now that you should watch if you guys haven't already is john jones versus alexander gustafson i know i was already shit talking john but it's still one of the greatest uh, mma fights you'll ever see that was ufc 165 we, we ain't saying he can't fight oh no great it's great i mean that was all the way back in you know in september 2013 man uh Super incredible fight One fight that I think you'd love And actually it's on the UFC's YouTube page right now Is Robbie Lawler uh Robbie Lawler versus um, uh, Rory uh, McDonald 2 That was on UFC 189 that happened in July 2015 dude Crazy and I think another one that you could actually fight On YouTube also that I think you'd love Is Nick Diaz not Nate You're talking about his older brother the one that's actually Really good you know Nate, Nate's Nate's great Nick is better and I'm talking about Nick Diaz versus Paul Daly. Bro, it is the most exciting round you will ever see in your life.
1: Okay. You got your MMA bag for a second. I was with you at first. You just took off.
0: Oh, bro, you I asked me names I know a few names. You, you mm-hmm. asked me, so I, I'm here to give it to you guys,
1: man. I got you. I got you. Now, I've watched uh, a couple fights and I'm just going to reference one of them just because it was such an amazing fight okay. at the time. Uh, I took the time this week to go back and watch uh, an epic heavyweight fight of the 90s. Now, Ooh. does anything come to mind? I want to see if you can guess it. I'll, I'll give you like a, a guess or two. And I mean, that's a broad is spectrum. It a, to give is you. it a
0: fight but, with uh, Evander Holyfield, Riddick Bo?
1: Oh, that's it. There it is. Ah, look at the first try. There it go! <laughs> <laughs> was, we, I promise you, we did not, we did have not spoken about. this. We have not spoken about this. But um, you said heavyweight. That's amazing an amazing
0: fight. fight. That that to me is one of the greatest heavyweight fights you'll ever see, man. So when you said heavyweights, you said the '90s. The First thing that comes to mind in great heavyweight fights of the night, it gotta be Holyfield. It gotta be. Holyfield. It gotta be. Yeah. It gotta be. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's how I. It over gotta that. involve
1: Holyfield, Lewis, one of them guys. Exactly. So, yeah, I watched Holyfield Riddick Bowe won uh, the other night. And boy, boy, just a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I'm not the biggest fan of going back and watching old fights just because I don't know, watching sports live just doesn't always have the same effect. But these times make do with what we have. And I've had a ton of fun.
0: Oh, man, it's amazing, man. Well, check it out. Since you're already talking about things that we're going back and watching, uh, we've discussed this a little bit, man. But let me ask you this. Fight movies. All of us are sitting here with Netflix and everybody's sitting there and chilling and Corona and combat, whatever they're doing. Hanging out at the crib. Give
1: me your favorite fight. Hanging, hanging Hanging out at the crib with a little... Quarantine? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um,
0: for yourself, give me your top five favorite fight movies of all
1: time. Okay. In no, in no particular, no order. particular I, I, order. I do I have five. Them. All right. But I- I want to I go blow for blow with you. Okay, okay. You know, okay. So, 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 so I'll put out one and I'll let you put out one. Fantastic. Okay? Yep. So this is one that you mentioned to me the other day, so I know it may be on your list, so, okay. m- you know, maybe this will work for you as well, but Bruce Lee enter the dragon
0: Ooh, enter the dragon is absolutely on my list um the f- first one i'm gonna say is warrior that's i mean that is quality tom hardy you know it is i think probably the best mma movie out um that's been done it was like an, an like an award-winning type of movie man you got tom hardy you got the other white guy who i can't remember his name but amazing movie really well done super dope i love that movie
1: okay okay i will give i will raise you all right the Ip Man. Ip Ooh, Man. Ooh,
0: Ip Man. Those Ip Man... The Ip Man saga is incredible. If you haven't checked it out but that, that's a good. good call, man. Good one. All right, so if you're going to go ahead and say Ip Man, I'm going with... Um, I was gonna say I'm Bach, which is, it is in my mix, but I have to go with Raid Redemption. If you have not seen the Raid Redemption, holy shit. I have not. Shit. Look, it's in subtitles, but it is worth every second of it. The greatest fight scenes that I have ever seen in my life. The best fight movie. Oh, I'm telling you, it's incredible.
1: Is that available anywhere right now? Oh,
0: Netflix or anything? I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is.
1: Okay. Uh, All right. You're so you're I will. Up. So, so OK, you know, I, I'm up. All right. So I will go this round. We're going to come back to the States and, you know, maybe a bit cheesy to some people. But for a younger Brandon B. Cam, as some of you guys may know me, this absolutely fascinated me fascinated a lot of us, Sergio. You probably uh, share the same sentiments with a Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs> oh! Mortal Kombat! Mortal Kombat is actually, is also on my list. Good call, man. Um, Alright, check out The Raid. The Raid Redemption is on... No, no, I ain't on nothing right now.
1: I was, ch- I was checking. No, no. You got it. You got to Rent that <laughs> joint. No, no more free promo. I already did Drizzly. Man. No more free promo. Um... <laughs>
0: No, yo, Mortal Kombat's definitely on the list, man, but okay, I'ma stick with that type of Let's uh, this little earlier, um, but it's one of the movies that I if made me fall in love with kickboxing. Um come on man, you gotta throw Van Damme in there, man. Bloodsport.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen Bloodsport.
0: Bloodsport is an awesome movie, man. I mean, it's let me rephrase that. It's a terrible 80s movie. But at the end of the day, in terms of, you know, a, a martial arts movie, a fight movie, fight film, fam, I loved it.
1: Okay. Okay. You know what? I got two more. All right. All right. Um, One, which I'm, I feel like my number one. Is got to take the cake. I'm not sure what your number one is, but I All feel right. like my number one, my number one is coming strong. All so right. come with your shit, Serge. But my, so I'll I'll let you go number number two first because we already did three. Go with your number two. Oh man. Um... Oh, this was no particular order. So
0: uh, I'm going to say this. No particular order aside from my number one. (laughs) Okay. So I'm already throwing all mine in there. I don't even know. I I don't have any like specific one. Uh, You already said, uh, enter the dragon, but I'm going to go ahead and raise you and say the last dragon. Come on, son. Little black exploitation, little Bruce Leroy. What's
1: up? Okay. Come on, keep it with my hip
0: hop vibe too. Bro.
1: So, so you want to speak about black fighters? Yes, I do. I understand. I matter. I hear you. D- so, are you, are, you would, gonna, are you gonna are you gonna give me Creed? <laughs> oh <laughs> no! I, I, <laughs> no, I could say Creed, but you know Creed is a little bit obvious. Let's go real, real simple. Ali. Good, very
0: good movie. Very good movie, man. All right. well, Ali is a great one. It is probably the best quality out of all the movies that we talked about. Um, and I'm going to finish with this one. And honestly, I think we'll end up doing this again sometime, you know, in future episodes, man. But um, I got I'm going with Blood and Bone. Michael Jai White. Um sh- Super fun movie. Um, if you haven't watched it, you should absolutely watch it. Blood and Bone, one of my all-time favorite fight movies of all time. Uh, Michael J. White. If you guys don't know him, incredible martial artist, ginormously Jack black dude. He does all the flips. He's in the Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Dude is. Uh, if you don't know him, also he was in um, The Dark Knight as the. Remember when uh, when Joker was in there with the black gangsters and he out there with the head dude. That was Michael Jai White.
1: Yeah, that's a strong reference for, for the listener. They're going to have to dig for that one. I know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I know who Michael Jai White is. But yeah. like for people who don't, he, all, he had a, all of a cameo. All of in a cameo. An that amazing was, movie. Was, that, very, a, a very forgettable cameo at that. Facts. He got murked in a hot second.
0: Uh, but all in all, man, again, those are some good calls, man. Wait, I need to be my from? number one. Give
1: me your, like, what's so the So, my one? number one. Okay. My number one, absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time, any category, is Gladiator. Wow, Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Good call. Very good call. I I, I love, I love, I, I probably still to this day Maximus as many times Decimus as i am watching that movie. Okay, we feel you. Are you not entertained? I always... Are you not? And I always find something new. I always pick up something new about that movie. I mean, amazing storyline, great action scenes, nice little blood and guts. Uh, If you don't love the movie Gladiator, I don't don't care if you're a a man, a, a, a woman. You don't have a heartbeat. That's That's true. You don't have a heartbeat.
0: It's absolutely true, man.
1: Well, look, I appreciate that one, man. And
0: before we get out of here, last thing I do want to touch on really quick. Um, Like I said, Corona season, man, we're going to get a couple of, a bunch of these in. So like I said, we're going to keep them quick, kind of moving, man. But um, we have to remember Roger Mayweather, the original Black Mamba, uh, Floyd Mayweather's um, uncle, former trainer, all around hilarious dude on the mic. He always had Floyd's back no matter what. Died very young. He was something around 58 years old or something like that, man. Um, and I, my heart kind of go. even though I'm not the biggest Floyd fan in terms of the dude he is, what he's gone through over the last two weeks, losing his, you know, the, the mother of three of his children. And then also, you know, his uncle within a week's uh, time of each other, man. I feel bad for the dude, man. So thoughts and prayers out to the Mayweather clan. Uh, but man, uh, thoughts about Roger Mayweather and, you know, what do you feel like he meant to with the boxing game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of. Mayweather was a big part of me getting into boxing, and Mayweather was a big part of a lot of our combat sports careers, would I say? Absolutely. Like, not really our career, Absolutely. but, you know, our, our, as, as, a, as a fan, Mayweather's been a big part of that. And if you watched any Mayweather fight, especially uh, really from the Air War. Yeah, you, you saw Roger Mayweather, or excuse me, Roger Mayweather. Um, you saw the bond between Roger and Mayweather and Floyd Mayweather. And there have been issues between Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Floyd Mayweather Sr. Floyd and Roger never, never had any issues. Never had Roger al- Roger o- always showed up with or without Floyd Sr. He was, uh, let's be real, that pad drill, it looks beautiful. It looks good. The, hey, the creator of that pad drill. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of him as the pad father. Like, <laughs> the pad it, it was nothing like. It. it It looks beautiful. It just looks beautiful to watch Mayweather do that drill. You you literally could be enamored just watching Mayweather alone doing that drill with Roger. You don't know how it's coming. You don't know where it's coming from. Yep. But it's it's boxing at its finest, and it doesn't work for everybody because now you see people trying to imitate it. it but Floyd work. and Roger, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. And we lost a boxing great, and it really just speaks to how gruesome the sport is. You know, we sit here every week. Some fighters we love, some fighters we don't love. Some fighters go out there and put on amazing performances and some fighters go out there and straight up shit the bed. But day in and day out, these guys are putting their lives on the line. And whether it's in the ring or years down the line, a lot of times we do see these things come, these fights, these wars that we love to see come back to affect them. And Roger Mayweather was only 58 years old, but truly a boxing great and my condolences go out to the Mayweather family. Uh, truly a huge loss. Absolutely, man.
0: Well, look, um hate to end like on a glim note like that, man. But at the end of the day, like I said, uh, uh, blessings and love, you know, rest in power to Roger Mayweather, man, the dude was uh, a legend, you know, former welterweight champion in his own right, um, dude, think about it, man, he he beat some of the all-time great, he's a legitimate all-time great fighter, and, and you know, um, he, he was even better than, uh, than honestly Floyd Sr., to be honest with you, even though Floyd Sr. unfortunately had to stop because he got shot in the leg, so he kind of cut his career short, but Roger Mayweather was the one who got all the accolades, he was the one who who ended up really building that Mayweather name. Um, And what he did with Floyd is incredible, man. So salute to them. Absolutely. uh, B, man, I'm glad you're safe out there in Boston and Beantown. Uh, Parting shots, bro. Any hot takes of the week?
1: Hey, man, look. Take this seriously. Stay safe. If it's not you, it could be somebody else. Um, You know, I wish everybody uh, continued health and sanity while we do continue to quarantine. But uh, yeah, y'all consume this content. We're going to keep it coming for y'all. And uh, y'all can find me on Instagram, Bcam13. That is Bcam with two M's and on Twitter at Bcam13. Thanks, Serge. That is it for me, my brother. There it is, man. Well, thank you as always for joining me on the
0: Fight Podcast, man. The greatest combat sports and culture show of the entire universe. Brother, it's always a pleasure. All right, be good. Yes, sir. Peace out. All right, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. There it is, man. And I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with the guru, brandon camille on this episode of the fight podcast man look it's been crazy uh but look we're here through another week um like i said before i don't know if you guys haven't had an opportunity to check it out uh tonight which will be saturday on espn they're actually reshowing um, a UFC 248 and you get to see in my opinion honestly top three greatest fights of all time with and Yanjacek and the champion Wei Li Zhang that's a 115 pound fight I am telling you if anybody says girls can't fight fuck that go and watch this fight man let people know this is what the women in the ufc and mma really have to offer um, so check that out today um with that being said also like i said before check out hot mike uh, pro uh promo sergio to go ahead and get on there and uh without further ado this has been episode 198 of the fight podcast man our weekly convos thank you once again for brandon camille for coming on and make sure you guys pay attention we are everywhere podcasting is available apple google play spotify soundcloud stitcher Also, check us out on all social media platforms at The Fight Podcast and follow your boy at Serge Vicente. All right, man. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Stay safe out there. Love you. Until next time. Deuces!